الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الهاكم التكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم صدق الله العظيم آیات thousand verses of the Qur'an Sharif every night. So somebody asked that thousand verses of the Qur'an Sharif every night, how many people will have the capacity for that? So Nabi Islam replied and said that reciting Al-Hakumut Takasur, Surah Takasur, this has the virtue and the reward of reciting one thousand ayat. What is the reason that this particular surah has been given such significance? It's Allah Ta'ala's prerogative. Allah Ta'ala, it is his, in His <coughs> prerogative to give a certain ayat of the Qur'an Sharif more reward and more virtue than some other ayat. Every ayat is filled with unlimited or unimaginable virtues, but some ayat have even more than the others. So why this particular surah? Allah Ta'ala alone knows his wisdom and hikmat. But this is insan's tabiyat, this is insan's nature. That when he sees something more coming in return for some action, then he is encouraged to do it more. He feels motivated more. This is the tabiyat of insan. That when there's greater returns for something, then his heart goes towards those returns. Now he's ready for action. So this greater returns for the recitation of this simple surah, very short surah, easy surah, is to motivate us, is to drive us to recite it daily. And why should it be recited daily? So any ayat of the Quran Sharif is filled with lessons for us. But this particular surah, this particular surah of the Quran Sharif, to be recited daily, to take the lesson of the surah daily. One is reciting it for the virtues, for the reward. But the Qur'an Sharif together with the reward, the reward is in its place, but the Qur'an Sharif was revealed for hidayat. The Qur'an Sharif was revealed for guidance. And in the surah there is tremendous guidance. There is that guidance which keeps a person conscious of Allah Ta'ala, conscious of the hereafter. In the entire Qur'an Sharif, there are three primary themes that run throughout the Qur'an Sharif. Ahkam and laws of Shariat, this is a 
encompassed in a very small portion of the Quran Sharif. Approximately from the 6,000 and some verses of the Quran Sharif, approximately 500 ayats deal with ahkam, various laws. More than 6,000 verses of the Quran Sharif, less than one-sixth deals with laws of the, of the Sharia. And the rest of the Quran Sharif, together with other things, the three primary themes that run in the Quran Sharif. One is Tawheed, the oneness of Allah Ta'ala, not ascribing any partners with Allah Ta'ala, not committing shirk. Tawheed is one, is obviously the foundation of everything. And then together with that is Risalat, the belief in the messengership of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, of believing in all the Ambiya but obviously after Nabi Islam's coming, only he is going to be followed. Allah Ta'ala, there's no Iman. And if there's no Iman, there's no salvation in the hereafter. That is something to be very, very clear about. There are many times these kind of ideas that are put out, these kind of things that are spoken, that all the rivers meet to the in the ocean. So everything finally reaches the same end point. If all the rivers meet to the ocean, the ocean is one. So what does it matter which river now a person flowed and came through? Now this is this one fancy example to try and confuse. This one example which is trying to mislead a person. That if all the rivers all come and meet in the same ocean, so in other words all the religions all finish off in the same end, end point. No, no, it doesn't finish off in the same end point. There are some that finish off in complete shirk, some finish off in denial of Allah Ta'ala, some finish off somewhere else, they finish off wherever, but they don't finish off on Iman. Besides Islam, nothing else finishes off on Iman. And Islam requires that a person submits to Allah Ta'ala and to all the commands of Allah Ta'ala and follows the way of Rasulullah Wasallam, believes in Nabi Wasallam as the last and final message of Allah Ta'ala. Without this, there is no Iman and there is no salvation in the Akhirat. A person is doomed to Jahannam forever. We should be very, very clear about this in our hearts and minds. So in any case, this is the two main basic themes in the Quran Sharif, Tawheed and Risalat. And then the third theme in the Quran Sharif is Ma'ad, hereafter. To create this fikr Akhirat, of the Quran. Surah Al-Fatiha is the summary of the entire Quran Sharif. The whole Quran Sharif is summarized in Surah Al-Fatiha. And these three themes are in Surah Al-Fatiha as well. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Tawheed is covered in this. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone. Lillah. That Lam is for ikhtisas. It's specifically confined to Allah Ta'ala alone. Nobody else is worthy of it. Because Allah alone is the creator. Allah alone is the sustainer, the nourisher. Allah alone does. So Tawheed is covered in that. Maliki Yawmiddin, master of the day of judgment. Ma'ad, hereafter. And Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim. Guide us to the path of your chosen servants. The Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. And the head of all, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So, Risalat, Tawheed, Risalat, Ma'ad, 
This is covered in Surah Al-Fatiha, which is the summary of the entire Qur'an Sharif. And throughout the Qur'an Sharif, this is something that is repeatedly brought to a person's attention. Some way Allah Ta'ala is giving us the whole picture of death. كَلَّا إِذَا بَلَغَتِ التَّرَاقِيَ وَقِيلَ مَنْ رَاقِ The whole picture of death is being depicted in front of us. Now the soul has already come right up to the collarbone. So the soul leaves from the feet upwards. Leaves with the feet and then comes up. So now it's come all the way up to the collarbone. Now the person is asking, is there anybody that can make some dumb? Somebody can read something and blow maybe. All the doctors have failed. Now it has become certain to him that now he is going. And now in that agony one leg comes over the other. Because now he is totally helpless. Krachari is actually drawing this whole picture of death in front of us. Then you want to move on to Allah Ta'ala. There is no staying back. Everything in the world can come together to keep the person behind. When the time has come, nothing will keep him behind. He'll have to go on. Somewhere it is, اِقْتَرَبَتِ السَّاعَةُ وَانْشَقَّ الْقَمَرِ اِقْتَرَبَتِ السَّاعَةُ Qiyamah has come very close. اِقْتَرَبَ لِلنَّاسِ حِسَابُهُمْ وَهُمْ فِي غَفْلَةٍ It is Hisab Kitab and the accountability of the Day of Judgment. This has come very close. People are in indifference, they are in negligence, unconcerned. Somebody is a zulzilatil ardu zilzalaha wa akhrajatil ardu atqalaha and the earth will be severely shaken and it will throw out all the things that are buried into it. All the wealth and the gold and silver and everything will be thrown out and nobody will have any concern with what has been thrown out because we have no value to anyone. وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا يَوْمَ إِذِنْ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا And then when this very earth on the day of Qiyamah will testify and the earth will testify and it will say that who walked on me, what he did, where he went أَنَّ رَبَّكَ أَوْحَالَهَا Allah Ta'ala will have commanded it Now you speak These are just a few ayat of the many, many ayat of the Qur'an Shaheed where death, the day of Qiyamah, Jannat, Jahannam, all these aspects are depicted in detail. What will happen in Jannat? Those beautiful scenes of Jannat. Ala sururim mutaqabileen, yatufu alayhim wildanum mukhalladun, yakwabi wa abariqa wa kaasim min ma'een, la yusadda'oon anha wa la yunzifoon, wa faqihatim min ma yatakhayyaroon, all these various na'mas and bounties will be sitting across one another and the servants of Jannah will be coming to them and all the bounties of Jannah and the pure drinks of Jannah and the fruit of Jannah and all the various things that are in Jannah for the pious servants of Allah Ta'ala all that he mentioned in him. and then in so many ayat the torches of Jahannam also mentioned Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us the whole Quran Sharif is filled with this from beginning to end Right from Maliki Yawmiddin, Master of the Day of Judgment, already took us right from the beginning of the Quran Sharif to Qiyamah. Remember there's a day coming. Answerability. There's accountability. It's not that what has happened has happened has gone. 
No, it will come back. So from Suratul Fatiha, we have been taken away already right into Qiyamah. And right till the end of the Qur'an Sharif is the same reminder that repeatedly is given to us. And in this Surah of the Qur'an Sharif, this is also dealing with the same theme. And one of the crucial points in this is that there is nothing more effective. There is nothing more effective than fikre akhirat than the concern of the hereafter. What's going to happen on the day of Qiyamah? What's going to happen? Where will I get my book of deeds? Will I be ashabul yameen? Ma ashabul yameen? Will I be among those who will get my book of deeds in the right hand? Allah forbid washabu shimal, ma ashabu shimal. That those who will get the book of deeds in the left hand, now a person is concerned. I don't end up with my book of deeds in the left hand. What is going to happen on the day of Qiyamah to me? What is going to happen in the cover? What answers am I going to give to Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah? Hadith Sharif, it is mentioned that a person cannot move from the spot he's standing on, according to what divided, hatta yus'ala an khamsin, until he is asked about five things. About his life, how he spent his life. An umrihi fi ma'afna, wa an shababihi fi ma'abla. His youth, out of their whole life, specifically the youth. How he spent his youth. Because that a very, it's a very special time. It's a very special time and Allah Ta'ala has left a special question about it too. How did he earn his wealth? Where did he spend it? How much did he practice according to the knowledge he had? Now he's concerned about this. What answer I will give? So, when a person is concerned about akhirat, there is nothing more effective than fikre akhirat in keeping a person on the path of the in keeping a person away from haram in keeping a person continuing with fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala. more than fikri akhirat there is nothing more effective and that is why we find in the lives of all our pious predecessors and this is what Nabi Sallallahu gave down to the Sahaba and they passed it on and this was something which was a very prominent part of their lives Consciously thinking of Akhirat. Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz, he was the Amir al-Mu'mineen in his time. Yet every night he would call some of the ulama and he would ask and instruct them that now you talk to me about the Akhirat. You remind me about death. Talk to me about the day of Qiyamah. And they would now regenerate all the ahadith the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif and whatever other details go along with it explanations of it and he would weep bitterly sometimes he would fall unconscious out of weeping sometimes people would think he's probably passed away this is alive in a person, this fikri akhirat is alive and inshallah things will go online being insan he can sometimes slip somewhere but even if he slips, he will be in a very, very perturbed state. He'll run back to come and wash himself and walk back on the road. He won't be sitting casually. Because he has no guarantee when death will come. And if death comes now, then what? Death comes now like a person, for example, 
Allah forbid, he was driving somewhere, he was driving in a haram place, and his car broke down. His car broke down in the parking lot of a haram place. Now he is really concerned now. How can I get out of here as quickly as possible? Somehow I need to get this car out of here and get out of here. What happens now if somebody else, I get seen here? Now he wants to get out of there so that Insan don't see him. He can't. He's so impatient to get out of there so that he's not exposed in front of Insan. But Allah Ta'ala is all knowing. What if Malakul Moth comes while he's there? Where is he going to run then? Allah save us. Malakul Moth has taken people in that place. So likewise the Surat of the Quran Sharif as we were speaking is Surat Al-Takasuru, which Allah Ta'ala has given such a great virtue, reciting the Surah is equivalent to reciting 1,000 ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, in terms of its virtue and reward. So in this Surah also Allah Ta'ala says, Al-Hakum Al-Takasur. Al-Hakum Al-Takasur, that this Takasur, Takasur means, one meaning of it is, amassing of wealth. This amassing of wealth has made you neglectful. When you neglectful of what? Of your responsibilities and duties in terms of deen. Now the person gets caught up in that amassing of wealth, when the dunya itself becomes objective, then he's cutting corners with his salah. Sometimes he's making some. What has happened? That amassing of wealth has made him neglect his salah. The amassing of wealth will make him neglect the laws of Sharia in terms of mu'amalat, dealings. Now he's cutting corners, somewhere there's some bribery, there's some corruption, there's some doing somebody down, there's doing some kinds of deals which are not correct, which are against the Sharia. <coughs> what has happened? This amassing of dunya. Now he's not a target, he must meet his target. And the target never stops growing. The target always keeps growing. And every time it will be that when I reach this point, then everything will be fine. But by the time we have reached that, that point, inflation has taken over. So now inflation has now taken the target further also. They say the goalpost keeps changing. So now he's keep running around the whole field because sometimes the goalpost is one direction, sometimes the other direction. And then that never stops. So al-hakum Hatta zurtumul maqabir. Takasur, one is his meaning, amassing of wealth. The other meaning of takasur is this boasting with one another in terms of dunya. That has made a person neglectful. Now he's boasting with somebody else. What I have is better than you. So now I need to update that all the time. So that I can always be better than you. And in order to keep updating, so now I need to cut corners somewhere. Oh now he had a wedding somewhere which was done in a certain style. I need to show him one better. So now that makes me neglectful, neglectful that all this is a na'mat from Allah Ta'ala. I'm going to be questioned about this. Where I earn this money, where I spent it? Where I earn this money and where I spent it, I will be questioned about it. But now when that boasting came in between, a person forgot about this. And then that money just gets spent in all the avenues which are impermissible. Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jailani Rahmatullah very great Wali of Allah Ta'ala There's one statement of his, one malfuz of his So say that when I see the expenditure of a person I can work out from it that what is the type of income he has 
and I see his expenditure, where his money is getting spent, the avenues of his spending. When I see where his money is getting spent, I can work out that how it was earned. If it has been spent in the correct manner, in a way which is within the limits of Shariat and Deen, in a way that he is earning the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, in a way that he is taking him closer to Allah Ta'ala, that luxury that he provides for his family also, with the right niyat, that too will take him closer to Allah Ta'ala. The niyat must be purely that he has a, Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with something, he can afford it, he's not getting himself into any debt, he's not harming somebody else, somebody else's rights, so he's making something little comfortable for his family, providing some luxury for them. Allah Ta'ala hasn't forbidden that. That too with the right near, that too will get the reward of Sadaqa on it. But when it goes beyond that limit, out of the lines of Shariat, in order to just impress somebody else, or in Haram, Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jilani says, when I see that money going in Haram, I can start working out that way it came from. That there was something tainted in the way it was earned. So that kind of wealth will only go in that kind of avenue. That kind of wealth won't go in the masjid. Won't go in the house of Allah Ta'ala. Inna Allah tayyibun la yaqbalu illa tayyib. Allah Ta'ala is pure. Allah Ta'ala only accept what is pure. That won't go in the hands of some needy person. That won't go in the way of some, in the path of Allah Ta'ala. That will get wasted somewhere. It will get destroyed somewhere. But Allah Ta'ala doesn't have any need for that. So in any case, this boasting with one another, vying with one another, this makes a person neglectful. Neglecting the duties of Allah Ta'ala, neglecting the laws of Sharia in terms of how there's some function, or how he's conducting his business, whatever, because now he needs to be one better than everybody else. Now this is what causes the neglect. What stops the neglect? One is the stop forever, when there's no point of return. Literally translated, until you visit the grave. The tafsir of this Nabi Islam himself made. Until death comes. A person keeps going in that same cycle. Suddenly it's the end of it. There's no return now. But at the same time, the lesson in this is, that had the person thought of death beforehand, the death could come suddenly. And death would have, the reality of death in front of him would have changed this whole thirteen. It would have taken him out of neglect. He would still earn, he'll still go to work, he'll still have his business, he'll still full run his profession and his whatever, but he won't need to neglect. That too would become a means of him earning the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. So this is the cause of the neglect and this is the antidote. حَتَّى زُرْتُمُ الْمَقَامِرِ And Allah Ta'ala says, كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ Never, Kalla. never, that this is not worth amassing. This dunya is not worth making it something to become a cause of neglect. It's not worth boasting over. It doesn't have any value in the sight of Allah Ta'ala. Had this dunya had value in the sight of Allah Ta'ala, in the Hadith Sharif it comes, Allah Ta'ala would not have given Masaqa kafir minha shurba. Allah Ta'ala would not have given a kafir a disbeliever one sip of water also. 
because it's worth something. In the sight of Allah Ta'ala is worth nothing. Unless it was used in a way that earned the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. The Hadith Sharif Nabi Salaam says, and this was actually when Sahabi came and Nabi Salaam was reciting Surah Takasur. And after reciting Surah Takasur, Nabi Salaam then explained it by means of this. Says the person, Insan, Yaqub ibn Adam, this Insan all the time he's saying, My wealth, my wealth, Mahdi, Mahdi, my wealth, mine, it's mine, I did it, I earned it, belongs to me, I can do as I want. But Nabi Salaam then asked the question, min Malik, illa ma akalta What really is your wealth? What really is your wealth besides what you have eaten up? Or what you have worn out? Or what you gave in sadaqah and passed it ahead? That is your wealth. Whatever else is besides that, you're going to go and leave everything behind for somebody else. Then some will use it, some will abuse it, some will waste it, some will whatever they do with it. It's not yours, somebody else's. So Nabi Salaam highlighted this. And this is the lesson we have been given here. That Kalla, this is not worth giving on one's heart to. No problem, it's in the hands. It's in the pocket, it's fine. It's in the safe, it's okay. It's in the bank balance, it's alright, no problem. It's not worth giving any place in the heart. It's not a place for the heart is not a place for it. The heart for Allah Ta'ala. The heart for the love of Allah Ta'ala. Dunya in the hands, in the pocket, it's fine. So, Hakkalla, Sofa Ta'alamun. Allah Ta'ala says, never, it's not worth giving your heart to, not worth allowing this neglect to happen. Very soon you will know. Kalla, Sofa Ta'alamun. When? When a person's eyes close, then he learns the reality. And then emphasis upon it. Summa kalla sawfa ta'alamun. You will certainly know very soon. When your eyes close in dunya, then when your eyes open again on the day of Qiyamah, you will know even more certainly. Kalla law ta'alamuna ilmal yaqeen. Allah said, have you only known with certainty? Known with certainty what? What is the reality of this dunya? What is its worth? Then you wouldn't have given your heart to it. You wouldn't have made it the focus of your life. Then you will earn also. But this will be the objective. Then you will earn. But this will not be something that becomes the purpose itself. This will become a means towards an end. It won't become the end in itself. So, Kalla lo ta'alamuna ilm al-yaqeen latarawunna al-jaheem. Allah says that day will come when every person will have to see Jahannam. Now some will see it but pass across. And others will see the Allah forbid and fall into it too. Every person has to pass over the bridge of Sirat. The bridge of, over Jahannam, Sirat. And all will see it, but some will pass through. And the person will pass according to his A'mal in dunya. Nabi Islam says that some people will pass like the blink of an eye. The blink of an eye, some will pass in that speed. Some, like the flash of lightning. Flash of lightning is a little longer. Some like a very, very fast horse. 
And then there will even some who will end up going crawling across. Can you imagine this whole bridge? So many years, 500 years, according to one tafsir, 500 years of steep upward incline, and 500 years flat, and 500 years steep downward incline. So according to the person's amal and the strength of his amal in dunya, accordingly will be the speed on the day of Qiyamah on that bridge. That is the fuel, and that is the speed. So now every person lata rawunna al-jaheem, thumma lata rawunna ha'ayn al-yaqeen. One is a person, hears of something, and he is certain about it. Somebody told him something, they went, they visited some place, they saw something. There's so many things in the whole, in the books of history, people read of, you know about it, it's there. They have 100% certainty about it. Somebody says like, uh, certain place in the world, whatever place, doesn't exist. So now, he never visited it, somebody says to him, Palestine doesn't exist. So he never visited it, he never saw it, but he regards this person as insane, he's saying Palestine doesn't exist. It's there, 100% is there, but he didn't see it, but he's sure about it. But the day he goes and visits it, then there is a different level of certainty that comes. The certainty was there from before, but that now has gone to another level, because now he's seen with his eyes. Allah Ta'ala says, you know it. But the day of Qiyamah will come, then you will see things with your eyes, that level of certainty will go on to another level. Ayn al-Yaqeen. And then, summa latus'alunna yawma idhin anin na'im. That same fikri akhirat is being brought to us again. That then on that day, you will be questioned about all the ni'mats and bounties of Allah Ta'ala that you enjoyed in dunya. All the bounties and favors of Allah Ta'ala that you enjoyed in dunya, you will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah. And when hadith comes, the first thing a person will be questioned about the bounties of dunya, the ni'mas that he enjoyed. Among the first things he will be questioned in that regard will be cold water and cool shade. That if he had the shade of a tree, that was a ni'mat. What about an air conditioner? The ni'mat of the shade of a tree will be questioned about. Allah Ta'ala provided that. The ni'mat of cold water, Allah Ta'ala's bounty, Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat, will be questioned about that. And these are just two things that are highlighted, will be questioned about everything. All the bounties of Allah Ta'ala. Verily the person's hearing the great bounty and gift of Allah what he listened to what did he use his ears for was inna sam'a wal basar his sight what did he look what was he looking at in the privacy of his room what was he looking at when he thought nobody is looking what was he looking at but he forgot Allah that is looking Wal-fu'ad and his heart. What is he giving place to in his heart? What kind of thoughts is he cooking up in his heart? All this will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah. All this is a great bounty and ni'mat of Allah. These are just three things in this insan, in this human being. These are three aspects. Apart from this, everything. He'll be questioned about all the bounties and favors of Allah. 
that accountability, that concern about the accountability. That is what is being created in us. So don't take this just in passing that life is carrying on, let it carry on. No, the day of Qiyamah is not far. And a person that will answer for all this on the day of Qiyamah. So in all these various ayat of the Quran Sharif, this is that lesson that is being brought alive to us. And that is why there is so much of this emphasis on muraqaba of mort, meditation on death, person meditating about his own death, meditating about the death of others. There was a time when so and so was around, and so and so was around, and there was a different picture altogether. They were laughing, they were smiling, and everything was a different situation. Where is everyone now? Where they gone to? is my turn. He says, they have gone today, I am around, but tomorrow I will be gone to. Before that tomorrow, I have to prepare for it. I have to prepare for it in all the various aspects of deen, all the branches of deen. Get my ibadat in order. If this fazaz left, I need to start getting that in order now. Later might be too late. Any salah that are outstanding, to start making those fazaz. People have made fazas, some people have made fazas of 5 years, of 10 years, there have been people who have made fazas of 20 years too. And it got completed. He made it, he got done. Person Himmat, he takes the courage and he makes a little mujahada. Allah Ta'ala opens the way, Allah Ta'ala makes it easy. People completed in the days of, as they called it, days of ignorance, they deliberately broke their past. They kept the kafara 60 days, 60 days consecutively. Kept it. Completely. Many people. Allah Ta'ala gave them the prophet. They took the himmat, they made the mujahada, Allah Ta'ala opened the way. Got done. People had years of zakat outstanding. Now the consciousness came. And they totaled up everything. It came to hundreds of thousands, beyond some, ran into the million. They backpaid it. Got done. Alhamdulillah. Whatever the rights of Allah Ta'ala were outstanding, he made an effort and got done. So now that is also something to do. To prepare for this akhirah. Anything outstanding in Hukukullah, the rights of Allah Ta'ala to get it done. Anything outstanding in Hukukul Ibad, the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala, to get that sorted out. This is also part of the preparation of akhirah. Before the day of Qiyamah comes, before our death comes, this is the preparation. They're all sorted out. Nobody's haq is left on us. We haven't harmed anybody in any way. We haven't oppressed anyone in any way. We've sorted everything out, cleared everything with everyone. Sought the forgiveness of those who we oppressed in some way. So this is all that fikri akhirat. When a person has the concern of that akhirat, the reality of death is in front of him, and he'll have this concern to clear all this, to sort it out, because tomorrow might be too late. Tomorrow, as you say, is another day. Allah knows best whether it comes in our life or not. Tomorrow will come in the dunya, whether it comes in our lifetime or not, we don't know. We might be gone before tomorrow. So this is the fikri akhirat that guides a person towards the obedience of Allah Taala and steers him away from the disobedience of Allah Taala. And this keeps him preparing for that accountability on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Taala give us a topic, bring this reality of akhirat in our lives deep down in our hearts. And enable us to stay far away from every disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. And if we have heard somewhere, Allah Ta'ala give us a topic of immediately making tawbah and turning back to Allah Ta'ala.
والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هما الا فرجته ولا حاجه الى رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين الله العالمين يا الله ومصبرك الله ومصبرك الله ومصحيك الله الله العالمين يا الله فقيبس يا الله الله فقيبولا وميجر ما يسمى يا الله الله فقيبولا وكنيز يا الله فقيبولا رنتز وفرنز يا الله فقيبت هاي أمة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله شوي مغفرة أمة يا الله شوي رحمة أمة يا الله الله ربوم مسافرين هاتشي بمن أمة يا الله الله العالمين ربوم لوبرشن بمن أمة يا الله ربوم لفوضى بمن أمة يا الله الله العالمين يا الله الله يكنيز إن all this is due to our sins يا الله Allah Almighty then all this is due to our amal ya Allah Allahul Alamin forgive us ya Allah give us an entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat ya Allah Allah save us an entire ummah from those amal that bring down azab ya Allah Allahul Alamin guide us an entire ummah ya Allah Allah guide one all ya Allah Allah guide us to sirat mustaqim ya Allah Allahul Alamin save us an entire ummah from all the isms ya Allah from all the deviation ya Allah Allahul Alamin ya Allah Allah embed tawheed in our hearts ya Allah Allah embed your grace greatness in our hearts ya Allah Allah grant us the firmness of iman ya Allah grant us yaqeen ya Allah this is with taqwa ya Allah this is with tawakkul ya Allah this is with inamat ya Allah Allah bless us with fikri akhirat ya Allah Allah bless us with fikri akhirat ya Allah Allah make the reality of death be in our hearts ya Allah Allah enable us to be conscious of death all the time ya Allah Allahul alamin ya Allah save us ya Allah from neglect ya Allah save us from unmindfulness ya Allah save us from this ghaflat ya Allah Allah this ghaflat that come over us ya Allah it has engulfed our hearts ya Allah it has made us ya Allah become immersed in dunya ya Allah Allahul alamin ya Allah the only concern we have is ya Allah how to entertain ourselves in dunya ya Allah how to amass the dunya how to be enjoying the dunya ya Allah we forgot in akhirat ya Allah Allahul alamin forgive us ya Allah Allah give us the consciousness of akhirat ya Allah give us the consciousness of qabr ya Allah give us the consciousness of the day of qiyamah ya Allah Allahul alamin enable us to be prepared for the day of qiyamah ya Allah Allahul alamin ya Allah save us from all the evils ya Allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya Allah Allah save us from all the devices of evil ya Allah Allahul alamin ya Allah you protect us ya Allah Allah you save us from the sins of the eyes ya Allah save us from the sins of the ears ya Allah save us from the sins of the tongue ya Allah save us from the sins of the hands and feet ya Allah ya Allah you purify Purify our hearts from sin, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts from all the evil qualities, Ya Allah. Remove the pride, the arrogance, the malice from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the love of the world from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the love of the ego from our hearts, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, fill our hearts with Your Muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with Your Muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with Your Muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allahumma zukna hubbak. وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم اجعل حبك احب الينا من انفسنا واهلينا ومن الماء البارد اله العالمين يا الله بك والله بلبك اس in our own selves, Ya Allah, in our factories, Ya Allah, then cold water, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Fill our hearts with the love of His Sunnah, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of His Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. Give us the topic of following His Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. And the same as the ways of His enemies, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us the topic of performing our five times Salah in Jama'ah, Ya Allah. And grant us khushu and khudu in our Salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to make dhikr daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You accept us for the khidmat of deen, Ya Allah. Accept us in our progenies and qiyamas for the khidmat of deen, Ya Allah. For the ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. 